0: Today we'll be discussing synesthesia and some famous people who have this disorder. This is Doctor vs. Comedian. I'm Dr. Asif Doja, and this is the doctor of laughs, not a real doctor, Ali Hassan. Every episode, I pick a topic for Ali from comedy and entertainment, and I question him about it. Then Ali picks a topic from medicine and health and grills me on that topic. Today, we'll be discussing synesthesia and some famous people who state that they have it using something I like to call a synesthesia quiz. Something you like to call,
1: you make it sound pretty fancy. We've done this before. For our avid listeners, we can remind you that we did this with polio. I considered it inappropriate then. I consider it inappropriate again now to take somebody's disorder and turn it into a quiz. But here we are. By the way, thanks to our listener, Allison who suggested this topic. We're into it. We're doing it. And also, I should mention this, Asif, for people who are kind of keen and like to quickly get a, a head start on what is synesthesia don't mix it up with synthesia because synthesia is a uh, an opportunity for you to create a free ai video in just under 2 minutes synthesia.io and uh that is something else I
0: wish we were sponsored by them which we're That's not
1: a, no that would be great Yeah, no, these are like, there's games and you can practice your songs note by notes, piano for everyone. There's a bunch of stuff. Anyway, it's almost as interesting as synesthesia itself, although I don't know that because I need to talk to you about what this is. We are going to flip the way we usually do the show around. We are going to talk about synesthesia and what it is, and then aforementioned quiz will be thrown at me. I get very nervous about these quizzes when you can't prepare and you just, because people are going to be like... He is kind of dumb. He couldn't think of that in the moment. Listen, it's early. I've only had a coffee. I've already been to a a child's hockey practice. I'm already, I'm ready with my excuses. But anyway. Yeah, not his child,
0: of course. Just there somewhere. No,
1: child. Yeah, people are like, get out of here, bro. Can't be here. Weirdo. So I came home. Anesthesia, my friend i have heard of it but i know very little about it which is what you like my ignorance is always good news for you so tell us what it is and how it's described is it like a neurological condition mm-hmm. is it a disorder is it you know in, i don't even know how sensitive to be to this do we consider it a problem
0: yeah these are all very good questions but let me start by answering your question with some questions oh i When you eat chicken, does it feel pointy or round? (laughs) Does the note B in music taste like horseradish? Do you get confused because appointments between Tuesday and Thursday actually have the same color, so you can't remember which day an appointment is on? When you read a newspaper or listen to someone speaking, do you see a rainbow of colors? These are questions for you. Some people will say the taste of beef, like steak, produces a rich blue. Mango sherbet is a wall of green. And steamed ginger squid, large blob of bright orange foam, about four feet directly in front of you. Do any of these describe what you sense? I was with you on pointy chicken. I like the pointy chicken. It usually means
1: it's organic. It's not been fed too many steroids. Round chicken, now you know, like, okay, this thing is injected with saline and uh, God knows what else. You you lost me after that, which is maybe a good thing. Does that mean I do not have synesthesia if none of those things... Resonated with me?
0: Yeah, I mean, I'll tell you what it is now. So these are kind of all examples. So it's derives from the Greek meaning to perceive together. So it's the anomalous blending of senses in which you stimulate one modality or one sense and it produces a sensation in a different modality. That's why I was giving you all those examples. So these people, they're called synesthetes. I believe I'm pronouncing that correctly. People who have synesthesia can correct me on that. It looks looks about right. Yeah, they hear colors, they feel sounds, they taste shapes. And what's important is, and I'll get to this in a little bit, but it's different from, say, drug-induced hallucinations, because people who do hallucinogenic drugs can have similar sensations, but this always consistent. So, for example, the note F is always a reddish shade for one person, and it will always be that whenever they experience that. Or the number three is always pink, or the word truck is always blue. It is a constant.
1: Your three Correct. is always pink. Your Correct. three never goes green. It's always this, what do you want to call it? Sort of rigid association. Those things always go together. Whatever it is, it's always that.
0: Correct, yes. And so many people actually experience more than one form, so more than one pairing of different senses. And some people who have it will report experiencing sensory overload and almost exhausted from the stimulation. But if you ask people, would they want to get rid of this condition condition. i guess that they have most say no they treasure what they have and they consider it a bonus sense one quote from someone named simon baron cohen you know simon baron cohen i mean i know a sasha baron cohen they're cousins. So, okay. How do you like so that? Simon baron Cohen is a very famous psychology researcher in the UK. I mean, again, I'm not a psychologist, but I've come across his work many, many times over really? the
1: years. Really? So, all the Baron Cohen's are these overachievers? Very
0: smart, right? very smart family. You, you'll see there's actually quite a few other people in their family who are very smart. So, he has met with people with synesthesia and studied them. and... They basically say, no, this is like, I I feel I would be deprived of one of my senses if you took away this blending of my senses. So I would never want to get rid of it. But
1: you did say there's an over-exhaustion, over-stimulation, and and you you feel depleted by the end of the day. That doesn't bother them? What they get by having synesthesia outweighs the the exhaustion?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay.
1: Now, some people said that. You said, are there also uh, many who say this is torture or?
0: I don't think there's that many who complain about it. We'll talk about some people who've had acquired cases, but you asked in terms of what kind of causes it, we don't actually know as usual with a lot of these things. And this is why it's been a bit more studied by the psychology literature. Very little in the neurology medicine literature. It's really more in the psychology literature. Hmm. But there is a genetic basis. They haven't found a gene, so we can't test for a gene. But about 40% of these synesthetes report a first degree relative with the condition. And they suggest a very high transmissibility from the parent to offspring. At first they thought it could have been linked to the X chromosome, but that's kind of been thought to not be the case.
1: Can I ask you how common it is too? Because you talk yeah. about 40% of but how many out of a thousand people, how many people would would say they have
0: synesthesia? Yes, but one in 2,000, they say, which is quite pretty common. Pretty high. That's yeah. pretty common. Okay. And that could be underdiagnosed. They think that's the tip of the iceberg because a lot of people won't seek medical help for it. They just, this is just how I experience the world. So they think maybe at least one in 300 could actually be the true incidence of it. And there's actually 100 different variants of synesthesia, so different pairings of senses uh, together Mm. and different ways to experience the world.
1: Given that it's one out of 2,000, is it an area of study that's increasing, like people are looking at it with more interest, or is it not because it's not sort of paralyzing in any way, so…
0: I think that's why probably the research has been confined to the psychology literature. There's also a bit of controversy about the diagnosis, which we'll, we'll, which we'll talk about. And the real question, though, I'm using the word diagnosis, is is it a diagnosis or not? Is it just a different way of you interpreting the, the world? The fact
1: that you're asking me really suggests how new this thing is. The fact that you're yeah. saying...
0: So it's not necessarily new. I mean, it's been described for about 100 years. So it's not necessarily new. But when I look for recent articles, it was hard to find. A lot of the articles date 20 years.
1: Is there, okay, I think I'm getting on to something here. Is there a study or research doing into medications that can no. let, so there you go, right? Once, yeah. Well, yeah. there's no money in this synesthesia. Yeah, exactly. Thing. It's not
0: a problem. It's not a problem. In a, a very specific example for neurology, we see some abnormal movements or kids in kids, which are actually benign, which they actually outgrow after, they start when they're babies and they outgrow them within like six months to a year. And some of the articles, when I try to look up what's going on with these, they date back to the 1970s. It's because it's a benign, harmless condition that people outgrow. So why are you doing research in it, right? So I think it is interesting from a neurologic point of view in terms of how the brain works differently in these people, but it's not a medical problem that you need to have fixed. Sure. When you
1: are uh, sort of face-to-face with, in conversation with, dealing with somebody with synesthesia, are there things that one should be aware of or you just nothing you do harms things one way there's no sort of triggering or anything like that
0: not necessarily that's a really good question well we'll talk a bit about that with some of the acquired cases so i'll get back to that in a second not specifically in fact a lot of time you won't even know One interesting thing, and this is really more for psychologists and and neurologists, is there is a link now that's suggested between people with autism spectrum disorders and synesthesia. People with autism are more likely to have synesthesia than the average person. So that might be a way in to better understand autism, right, by looking at people who have synesthesia and autism. Okay. So what is
1: that? What did, you just said acquired cases. What does that mean?
0: Yeah, so there are some people so most people are born with it, and it's it's something that they think they're either born with or it develops in them over time. But there are people who have had strokes or other brain issues that end up having synesthesia. So I'll give you a couple cases. There was a case published from Toronto, Ontario, actually, in a journal called Neurology, and about 12 Jim Carrey. Months no, that he has nothing is to do not Is this not the quiz
1: yet? Is it, we're not at the quiz? <laughs> oh, no,
0: no. I'll
1: so, give you a couple of cases you said. I was like, I'm ready. I know no, who this
0: no. is. These are anonymous cases published in medical journals that were also picked up by, one was picked up by, I think, the New York Times, and one was picked up in, in another medical kind of newsletter. So this was published in a journal called Neurology. And the man, after a stroke, 12 months after a stroke, he never had synesthesia before, developed some symptoms, And the brain scans, you know, when he was having, say, other senses, he was looking at something and we get other sensory feedback, you'd see on certain brain scans, the other sensory areas light up, not just his visual area. So here's what he reported. A shade of blue caused a strong feeling of disgust. Yellow also made him feel disgust, but not as strongly. Raspberries, which he had never eaten in his life prior to this, tasted like blue and he couldn't stop eating them.
1: But blue created a feeling
0: of disgust. No, it was a specific shade of blue. They didn't really go into more detail about it. A very specific shade. Blue, in general, he liked because it was raspberries. So raspberries tasted like blue. And blue, the color blue, he would get the feeling of raspberries in his mouth. But it was a very specific shade that was slightly different that would give him this feeling of disgust.
1: Okay. Now,
0: the ones you're going to like is the brass theme from James Bond you know, the beginning of mm-hmm. James Bond, mm-hmm. caused ecstasy and flashes of color light of blue to appear in his peripheral vision.
1: Okay. This uh, synesthesia test must be wildly comprehensive. I mean, you're eating fruit, you're watching James Bond. I mean, this is a full day affair.
0: No, so there's no testing. It's more that this is just what he figured out. Oh, and car. he
1: reported over the years. Correct. Oh, I thought this was clinical. I no, thought this was no, in no. A, a environment where they're giving him things and it's a controlled environment. No, okay, all right, this is just his own self kind of evaluation
0: yeah okay very unusual the james bond stuff would start this ecstasy and flashes of light and then if you played a very specific brass instrument called a euphonium which i don't know anything about brass instruments Mm -hmm. it would stop those feelings it's like it would turn off those feelings. oh my god i mean that so this is like he had to do a lot of insight into trying to figure out what was causing this what was not Another case uh, is actually a person who had a a stroke in the midbrain, which is a different area of the brain. The first guy had something in the thalamus, which is a deep area in our brain, which is a relay center. This other person, who's actually a PhD researcher in California, I believe, the woman who had a stroke. She's profiled in the New York Times, and I'll link to that article. She had a stroke in the midbrain, which is in the very basic part of the brain, uh, in the area of the brain that connects your spinal cord to the rest of your brain. So a very, very deep kind of basic area. Basic, I mean like evolutionary basic, like, you know, a very conserved area in the brain. So here's what she found. When she was channel surfing, she heard the voice of an announcer in a local FM station. When the announcer started to talk, she felt an unpleasant sensation in her left thigh, left arm, and the back of her shoulder, and even the outside of her left ear. It was the feeling that you get when you're watching a scary movie and, you know, you know something scary is going to happen, and she had to stop listening because it would make her cringe. And she had, but then she had other positive things, so the sound of bubbling water was like soothing, she says like a massage on her skin. And so they think that these patients have some disrupted connectivity between the areas because of their stroke, and that's why they develop these abnormal connections.
1: The first guy is, had also had a stroke? Yes, yes, Stro- so, uh, sorry. raspberries? Yeah, a stroke
0: brain? in the thalamus, which is this relay center, and the other person was in the midbrain. Mid. So, okay. so d- different areas. And so when you think about that, then you can go back to what actually causes this in people. So there's two theories, and one is that people are born with abnormal connections, right? What happens when your brain is forming, you have all these connections, you can think of all these wires, are almost like plants, like growing and stretching, and in fact, we call it arborizing. Arborizing is you have these branches of your nerve fibers, your neurons, and then little branches come off that, and more branches come off those. You can see like a tree kind of arborizing.
1: Sure, happy Arbor Day.
0: But the, <laughs> but the other thing that happens is something called pruning where some of these connections are pruned back. We've hypothesized that patients who don't prune properly can develop neurologic problems. So one of the arguments is that these people don't have the pruning. So they have an abnormal amount or pattern of these connections between their nerve fibers in their brain, and that's what causes it. That would make sense in terms of the people who've had strokes, right? Because there's abnormal connections between them that are created because of the stroke, right? Maybe your brain is trying to rewire around those areas and then makes these abnormal connections, okay? So that might make sense. But people who criticize that theory think that, well, that doesn't make sense because we know that when you consume hallucinogenic drugs, you can also have similar patterns. So and they're like, well, it's not like you're just doing the drugs, it's creating these new pathways, and then you don't have them anymore. So they're like, that doesn't make any sense. So another theory is that you have disinhibited feedback between regions. So in other words, the connections are always there. It's just that certain connections have breaks or even like a huge stop sign that you cannot go through there, a roadblock. And then those roadblocks get lifted, and then there, there can be connections. So certain things, when you're developing in the womb or in your first few years of life, You could develop these disinhibition, or maybe you can induce the disinhibition by giving people drugs. And and there are lots of studies that look at at not just acquired, but induced synesthesia. So you induce it by medications, drugs, etc. So that's basically, it. so it all goes back down to your initial question, like, is this a problem or not? I would think it's more of a neurologic phenomenon that occurs in some people. As we said, it occurs more in people who with autism spectrum disorders, or it's suggested that that's the case. But you'll see that, that lots of artists state that they have synesthesia it's hard to know for sure because there's no test and it's very clear in the literature there's no testing to do you were asking me about that no it's just you know if someone describes this to you you can say that this is what's going on i have a feeling if you said to your doctor you know i've had this all my life what do you think they'd be like yeah okay sure like okay interesting but it's not like you would do a brain scan or anything like that most brain scans do not pick this up you'd have to do very specialized scans and i didn't really get into this, but. There is a bit of controversy. This is the controversy? Yeah, I was going to ask about that. Yeah, there's a bit of controversy in the scientific literature about whether you could actually prove it on brain scans or not. Some people say you can, but I'll link to an article which kind of looks at a very critical view of those brain scan studies. And they're like, yeah, you didn't really prove anything basically. So I I think there is some controversy about it. Neurologists like myself get interested in it when people have it due to strokes or other sort of brain phenomenon. But in general, it's really more in the realm of psychology and more of a phenomenon that occurs in people. Okay. Okay, so, Ali, as I alluded to before, there are some famous people who say that they have synesthesia. And I thought we could do a little synesthesia quiz. Mm, In I'm fact, scared. Allison, who suggested this topic, said, oh, you should cover this particular person because they claim to have synesthesia. And I said to myself, okay, I'm not gonna do that. I'm gonna ask you a bunch of questions. So this first person, their discoveries were critical in the development of alternating current. You know, we have DC, ACDC. Sure. So we used to use direct current, which was more Edison's thing. And this person was alternating current. Angus Young. Angus Young from the ACD guitarist of the band. ACDC, yeah.
1: No, um, I, I don't know what his name is, but I okay. know who you're talking about. I right. I think yeah. you'll
0: get it in a second. He was played by David Bowie. In the movie, the 2006 movie, The Prestige.
1: Oh, man. I don't know. I don't know. I think I've seen it. I think I've seen it, but I don't know. No, that doesn't help me.
0: So that was a Christopher Nolan movie with Christian Bale, Hugh Jackman. Hugh Jackman? His name is used as a measure of the magnetic field strength of magnets and MRI scanners.
1: Oh, my God. MRI strength? So we don't have... It's not Newton's. It's... Oh, God. I can't remember. I feel okay. very
0: bad because I should definitely know this. The final clue I will give you is there is a car line, a very famous car line named after him, which is owned by a super douchebag.
1: Okay. So Nikolai Tesla is who you're talking about? Nikola Tesla. Nikola. Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: You're thinking of Nikolai Volkov, the wrestler, but Nikola.
1: Nikolai Volkov. I am. That's hilarious. Nikola Tesla. Do you know how I know about Tesla before I even know about energy?
0: <laughs> Why? Why?
1: Because there was a metal band named Tesla.
0: No, not a metal band.
1: It was it was like like... rock. It was like hard rock. Let's say it wasn't metal, but it was hard rock. Loved the band. Looked up Tesla. Found out about Nikola Tesla through the music. But they had like these like rock ballads that I really loved. Yeah. Didn't they
0: do a cover of Signs by Five Man Electrical Band? I'm pretty sure they did. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. yeah, They did. That was the sign that that band was going downhill for me, actually. (laughs)
0: interesting okay well there we go so ah oh, you got it eventually i guess I don't know. wait so the
1: mri measure is called the tesla tesla yeah so we say oh, i did not know strength
0: that. of a mri could be a 1.5 tesla or a three tesla
1: that was actually a red herring for me i was going in a totally um, different direction oh, i was like i did not know that And i've had an mri on my knee
0: so oh there we go so we usually i say that let's order a 3t mri we call it a capital t 3t like,
1: you see you never elaborated
0: well i don't know you have, you have your lingo. You all have candidate. your lingo. Yeah, no. maybe not. Okay. All right. This is, I included this person because they're a writer and your father was a writer and you have a history of writers in your family. And of course you had a book that came out last year. Is there? Making Thereby
1: a, making me a quote a writer. right.
0: This is a very famous Russian writer. That's the first clue.
1: Okay. Dostoevsky? I don't think he's Russian.
0: Tolstoy? Dostoevsky is... They're both Russian. The both of those people are Russian. Not this person. This person...
1: That's the whole...
0: (laughs) That's it. That's my list. That's my list. This person is more more recent than those two people. His name is referenced in a song by the police from 1980, Don't Stand So Close to Me.
1: Don't stand so... Don't stand so, Dostoevsky. I don't know. (laughs) What what the... He talks about a famous
0: book by... Because... Oh, Chekhov! No, oh my God, damn that's Chekhov's it! Chekhov's gun. No, Chekhov is anyway. It's many issues with that guess, but no. Um, Chekhov so, is also not
1: recent. That's even that's uh, the worst yes part. I think say, I think is... Chekhov's
0: been dead longer no. than those. So days. the plot, uh, the plot, the plot, yeah, the plot of "Don't Stand So Close to Me" is Sting, who wrote the song, used to be a school teacher, and he's telling a yeah. student, "Don't stand so close to me." Oh, because Anna he was like, no, no uh, Lolita is this yeah. author's most famous oh. work. So it's oh geez, no, not happening.
1: Oh God, I need time. I need time. I need. So uh,
0: Sting says, just like the old man in that famous book by Nabokov, Vladimir Nabokov. Oh, uh, yeah. So Tesla and Nabokov were both thought to Lolita was such
1: an erotic, sensual piece of literature for me as a young teen discovering it on my dad's shelf. That the author's name was rendered meaningless immediately. Oh, have you read it? I've read a Lalita. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah, like okay, it was so like right. softcore porn man. It was ridiculous. For like a 13 year old, I was like, "What is this? Oh it was God. crazy. Oh, yeah. Before I understood like what you know very inappropriate things are, I, I was like, oh, this is crazy. What's happening here? I'd never seen literature like that.
0: Mm, well,
1: I didn't know you were allowed. I, I obviously thought I was reading something illegal.
0: Well, in a way I, mean, I was, yeah, in a way, yeah, I, exactly. Let's in a way uh, move on. So these next are all music artists. This person here's a little story about this person. After bullies knocked the books out of their arms when they were going to their music lessons, this person took up boxing as a teenager and even won a few amateur fights in a golden gloves competition.
1: Wait, this is a role, or this is the actual this is an actor? actual this, per- per- this is actual okay.
0: person, and they were going to. Music lesson, so you can maybe guess they're a musician because I also said that these- You also said that off
1: the top. So this is not a boxer. This is just part of their little factoid about their life. Yeah. They're a musician that has some boxing experience that doesn't do anything for me.
0: Okay. This person spent a day and a half at the Woodstock Music Festival in 1969 because he really wanted to see Jimi Hendrix. Told you their gender now by saying he, but they were so disgusted by the bathroom situation that they left.
1: Is it Neil Young? Uh,
0: it no. Like a Canadian, no. a Canadian uh, no. who's. Uh, no. it's who's not a Canadian. This person's disgusted American. Disgusted
1: by the bathroom
0: situation.
1: Yeah. This is somebody who worked out in a boxing gym and found the bathroom. Okay. All right.
0: Yeah. Interesting. Uh, this person, by the way, this is, this. I didn't write this. Wait, a so, they're, so they're very a, day short, and a half too, by the way.
1: No performance at Woodstock. A day and no. a half just they to go attending. see they Jimmy. They were attending. Okay. Okay. All right. I don't know.
0: Okay, they left Hicksville High without completing high school. But in 1992, he returned to turn in some missing essays and then got his diploma.
1: Yeah, like I have no idea. Hicks, Hicksville just, High okay. sounds so made up. It doesn't, it sounds so fictitious. I went to uh, Hicksville High. It really sounds like it's off the top of your head. Yeah, no, I don't
0: know. Okay. He has been married four times with his second marriage being two supermodel. Christy Brinkley. Oh, Billy Joel? Billy Joel. Oh. The I piano like the problem with Billy Joel is, you know, even if I said any one of his albums or songs, you would know them, it's right? Too, like it's yeah, it's exactly. too easy. So yeah, Billy Joel. So I Billy like Joel it. apparently has th- synesthesia. Okay.
1: Okay. Does that Two come up more. in any conversations ever? How did you how did you learn that?
0: These are all things that they've reported <laughs> to the press over time. Okay. Again, I have a feeling that a lot of people may have this and not really talk about it because again, it doesn't interfere with your life and they, people actually, even though it can be exhausting, they actually enjoy it and it's like a, having extra senses. So this next person is the person who's talked about it the most recently. So this person has Tourette's syndrome. I did not know that until looking up the, the doing a bit of research on them. Okay. No. A musician with
1: Tourette's? No. And we did an episode on Tourette's yeah, syndrome. did exactly. And we did and, not, uh, did we not, not caught even caught know person. that. Yeah.
0: Okay. Their middle name is Pirate.
1: What the, Johnny Pirate Depp? I don't know. Johnny
0: Pirates of the Caribbean Depp. Yeah. Yeah, Apparently this person was named Pirate by their older brother. Like when, I think the parents asked, what do you want to name the middle name of your sibling to be? Okay. At the 2020 Grammy Awards, this person made history as only the second artist and the youngest artist ever to win the top four awards. Best new artist, song of the year, record of the year, album of the year.
1: Is he a black man? Give me one minute.
0: No, it's not. A, I'll just tell you, it's not, a, not no? a man, and they're not black.
1: Oh, you're joking. Wait, so what did they win? Tell me again what they won.
0: Best new artist, song of the year, record of the year, and album of the year. That had only been done one time before, and this was the youngest person ever to win. Right, all so these it can't awards. be
1: Lady Gaga or anybody because this, no, this is 2020. Yeah, yeah.
0: This is like three years ago.
1: Oh, my God pirate? Taylor Swift? It can't be. That's so late for Taylor. It's 2020. It's
0: what? I have no idea, man. Okay. You'll get it too in these next two. Okay. This person has a brother named Phineas who co-writes and produces a song. Sure.
1: It's Billie Eilish.
0: Oh. And the last clue I was going to give you is this person wears baggy clothes because they're very concerned about people judging you know her based on her body type, and, and and which I think you know I have a lot of respect for Billie Eilish for that reason, and she's a good artist. I mean, she's twenty one. I mean, it's crazy how talented she is. And so, uh, yeah. So she, this is actually, now I can tell you, this is the person that Allison, when she she emailed us, said, you should do an episode of Billie Eilish. I didn't really know enough about her. I just knew some of these interesting facts. So I wanted to share them with you. So
1: Billie Eilish also has Tourette's?
0: Yeah. So she suppresses her tics and Tourette's syndrome most of the time. And... I guess on some of her Instagram videos, when she was posting just kind of casually, people would comment like, I think you have ticks." Did you know you have ticks? And then she, she went on shows. I think she was on the Ellen show kind of talking about okay. this. She was, she was well she, aware. She didn't need people yeah, to tell she, her that. Yeah, she, was you just know, she was aware. And, but uh, you know, it is uh, she's definitely one of the most famous people in the world who has it. Sure. It's relative. It doesn't really interfere with her life that much, but it does come out in some of the videos that she posts online. Interesting. Okay. This one, this is the last one we're going to do. I think you will probably get this pretty easily because no. I only have I only have one clue. Oh no! So I think you'll get it. This rapper is quite possibly the biggest a hole on the planet. Kanye West. Yes. <laughs> yes Kanye exactly. West
1: has synesthesia. Apparently, among I with, mean, that's the least of his things <laughs> that's going what on. I'm neurologically. saying, I mean, yeah, that's you hilarious. know,
0: this guy is so self deluded, and I mean. He has so many issues. What an idiot, anyway, so he says he does. I don't know if he does or not. Like he probably read it and also just claims he has that. But whatever. sure.
1: so anyway, oh, interesting, I, yeah, also no, interesting how long it took me to get to Kanye, but also a comment to how much I've worked in pushing him out of my as soon as he was wearing mega hats and as soon as he was saying stuff that really, like, sets, in my opinion, As a non-black person, I feel like he's setting black people back in a number of ways. I really just worked very hard to put him out of my discussions and just out of my, I just don't feel like it's a, I feel like I have a finite space up top. There's not, there's not that much room. There's a finite room in my brain. As you can see from my answers on this quiz, I just like get, get Kanye out of my brain. I don't need that. It's wasted space, you know? In fact,
0: yeah. Let's stop talking about him. There you go. a bit of a shorter episode today. Let us know what you guys thought. We thought it'd be fun to do another quiz as well as talk a bit about synesthesia. Let us know what you guys thought. Reach out to us, drvcomedian at gmail.com, drvcomedian on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. We are everywhere.
1: And a thank you to Allison for reaching out and suggesting today's episode, which was very interesting. I'm very apologetic, uh, Allison, for not coming up with the names of the quiz, including your suggestion of Billy Eilish quickly enough. Never really promoted myself as a particularly fast a smart guy. So these quizzes really do go a long way in proving that. But thank you. And don't hesitate also to write in if you have suggestions. And we've done that before. We had a suggestion about body odor once. We did an episode about that. We have a, a number of them through the year, I should say. You no, know, years. We've been. This is our third
0: year of doing this the podcast. This is our third
1: year. Oh, time flies with you, bud. The time flies that. when
0: you're having fun. That's yes. what they say. Isn't yeah, yeah, they? yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely reach out to us. We'd definitely like to hear more topics from you. And if you can, just reach out to one friend one friend who you know listens to podcasts and say hey you know what can you check this out it would really help us we'd really appreciate that but remember that although i'm a doctor i'm not your doctor medical issues we talk about it for your interest and information only but they're not medical advice please consult your medical professionals for actual medical advice thanks for listening bye